This is the Let's Train Your Brain podcast, a podcast that encourages you to reflect, grow, and expand your mental toolbox. My name is Annie Ursta, and I am the host of this podcast. I'm a certified life coach with a background in psychology, and my purpose is to help people transform their mindset for the better. This podcast is made for you that are open and willing to grow and curious to learn more about how the mind works. Sounds interesting? Well, let's get right to it. Hi guys, and welcome back to the Let's Train Your Brain podcast, episode eight. So I have some very exciting news today. I was lucky enough to have my co-host with me, which is as earlier described as my handsome husband. So George is here today, and I think we'll just start with you giving a brief introduction, if that's okay. Sure, yeah. So... I've been in the Air Force for a little over 10 years, um, originally from Utah, and met Annie when I was stationed overseas in Norway uh, shortly after we got married and then had to move back to the States. Um, We didn't have plans of living in a van, uh, but the house that we're building has been delayed over and over. And so we decided to buy a van, one of those converted vans, and travel the U.S. And so that's what we're currently doing right now. That's right. So we have done it for, how long has it been? Since July. July. So it's definitely starting to become a couple months. Currently, we are lucky to spend some time with family. And then some good news coming up. You want to share? We're going to Hawaii. Yay! So I think we both figured out because the house is delayed even more, it was kind of smart to have a delayed honeymoon in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to be surfing from mid-December to mid-January. Surfing during Christmas. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. But, I mean, we're not really here to talk about surfing too much today, although that'd be pretty cool. We have a subject that we kind of have thought about for some time. Do you want to share a little bit? Yeah, yeah, I'd like to. So <laughs> I, I really like the idea of when you're talking with somebody that you actually listen to them and digest the information. You're not simply waiting for an opportunity, a pause in the conversation, if you will, for you to jump in as soon as possible. And whether it's you doing it or whether you're conscious of others doing it, I think it's certainly an important topic to talk about. Yeah, I think so too. And so that's why we called the the podcast episode, Are You Actually Listening? And it's not a, we're not sitting here and blaming people. That's (laughs) certainly not what we want to do. But it's something that I think we've seen more of as we've been on the road. And uh, perhaps maybe because we've been lacking more of a community and uh, just wanting to talk about it. Because I, I believe I tend to not always be aware of it. And I'm sure then that means other people are not always aware of it. Yeah, I kind of think it's natural for most folks out there not to really be conscious of it. They just go throughout their life and they don't really pause to make the intentional effort to think hey, am I aware of this or are others aware of this? And so 
us being on the road, it's inherently just by virtue of living in a van, it's kind of hard to build a community when you're constantly moving from point to point. Um, but particularly with us, it's hard finding a community that we vibe with, you know, people that have like the same values and beliefs that we do. Maybe we're just weird. Could be. <laughs> Could be. Um, so I, yeah, it's definitely on the road that I think we've figured out more of it. Um, and it's been, it's been hard to an extent. Of course, we have friends and family back home that we keep in touch with. But I don't even think it's just about the people we meet. No, the people we know, but also the people we meet that we don't really know to be able to listen to, to them as well. Um, so what do you want, as we're going through this, what do you want people to take out from today's episode? Yeah, so what I'm looking for, I think it would be really nice if whether yourself or those that you surround yourself with and interact with, you take a moment, you pause, you're, you're present during the conversation and you're really attentive to either what the other party has to say or the other party is attentive to what you're saying. Um, far often where I can't really speak on others' behalfs, but I certainly see where folks aren't present. They're just waiting for you to stop for even just a breath for them to jump in and say, you know, what they have to say. And I am definitely <laughs> one of those that's done that. I remember when I started uh, dating George, one of the things that he noticed was, was that I was kind of just so eager to say something in a conversation and I was so focused on that. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate with this, but then you also forget to listen to what the other person has to say. And that kind of beats the purpose of a conversation at all. So I think after saying that with how I tended to do it, how, how did that make you feel, George, when I did that? Yeah, it was, frankly, kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah. um, it almost makes you feel like you're not being heard, whatever the topic is, and the other person, whatever is on their mind, in their mind, is more important than what you have to say. And so one of the earlier conversations that I had with Annie when, before we're even married, when we're just dating, was, you know, there are times that I come home from work and I don't necessarily need feedback. I don't need a solution. I know the solution. I know the feedback. I just want to be heard, you know. Yeah, I think that's very understandable. And I kind of relate to that because before we got married, we had marriage counseling. And I remember one of the tasks was to, there was a lot of tasks, but one of them was to fully listen and kind of, as you were saying, not really giving a lot of feedback or advice, definitely not advice. That was, I think, one of the main things you shouldn't do, but really fully listen and really show that you're there, you're close, you're listening, there's not any judgment. And I remember that you were, well, we were both doing it on each other. But I don't ever think I felt so 
heard before. And I think you're really good at that in general. But I think there's something when you're, that is all your intention, that is all your focus to only listen. That is, it felt like compassion. It felt like love in itself. Yeah, I mean, if you came to me and you had to say, you know, George, I've had a really bad day. I'm going through struggles. This is on my mind. And you can see that I'm halfway paying attention. I'm on my phone or I'm like playing with Nib. I'm not giving you my full attention. Frankly, I'm sure that just wouldn't make you feel the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I think that is, I think especially at that moment, I really saw the, I guess the benefit of what fully listening can do and kind of relating that back to being on the road when we meet a lot of people we don't know it's it certainly feels different than when you are fully listening to me which of course you shouldn't expect that from strangers but I think it kind of just shows more the picture of how it important it is to see people where they are Mm. if you know them still listen instead of just going on a rant with whatever you have going on in your mind. This might sound like a very basic subject, but I think going back to the basics, a lot of folks don't actually put this into practice throughout their life. They may be aware and they may say, you know, in the back of their head, yeah, yeah, you know, listening and that's all great. But how often, you know, your your spouse, your kid, your, your friend, your boyfriend, girlfriend, when they come to you and they're talking to you, how often are you actually fully giving them your attention and vice versa? You know, it's not just a one way road. Um, a quick detour. So earlier this year, I don't know all of your listeners, but, uh, if they don't know earlier this year, my father passed away and, uh, he was three weeks shy of turning 51, uh, pretty early to pass away. And, um, even though we weren't the closest, it still hit very hard and, I certainly felt like a lot of the folks that I tried opening up to, to try and tell this, they would just do the opposite of, and probably, you know, not intentionally, I'm sure they had a good heart, but they weren't attentive. They weren't present. They weren't listening. They were quick to try and pull the conversation to them to try and relate of, oh, well, my father passed away. And I'm thinking in my head, like, you know, after such a dramatic event, that's not what I'm looking for. That's not what I want to hear. I, I understand that everybody goes through, you know, their own version of hurt and how they're going to have to process that. But after my father just passed away, I don't necessarily want somebody else telling me, you know, trying to control the narrative and control the conversation. And so for me, that was a big time when I tried opening up and I felt like a lot of the times my voice just wasn't being heard. Um, and it, it just sucks, you know, and that's kind of an extreme example. Most examples right. is you come home from work, <laughs> you just want to open up. Yeah. I, I think a lot, including myself, tend to try to relate out of trying to help, but helping can be listening and that can be it 
So I think that's definitely something that I have to pay more attention to because it really isn't about me when I'm listening to others. Sure, it's it's nice to relate, but maybe even ask, what do you need from me today? Do you just want me to listen? Is there anything else I can do? You need me to help you with making dinner, cleaning the house, but just tell me what you need instead of me trying to figure out what to do. Yeah, for sure. For a period of time when we were first dating, we actually said that of what do you need me to do or what do you want me to do? Because, you know, you, you have two different personalities, two different cultures. You're trying to merge that into one household. There's going to be conflict, whether direct or indirect. And it uh, certainly not pretty at times. <laughs> that is very true. But a lot of learning and I think a lot of Listening is definitely a good way to get to know each other better and to understand what each person needs. Because sometimes I think, I think I know what you need, so I don't ask. But in reality, you might need something else. Yeah, I, I think everybody, most folks rather, have good intentions when they're trying to relate. They're trying to connect person and show empathy of, hey, I'm right there with you. But it might be worthwhile at some point throughout the relationship, whether it's friends or otherwise, to establish, you know, at times when I'm speaking to you, I just want to be heard. I don't want you to connect. I don't want you to try and relate because I feel like you're pulling the conversation from me when I want to be heard to you. Mm -hmm. And I know for me and Annie, when we're on the road, that seems to happen quite a bit where we're trying to open up, we're telling our story of what's going on. And the second we do, the conversation is always gravitated towards the other party. And we, we definitely don't want the listeners of this podcast to walk away thinking that we are playing the victim card. <laughs> No, um, we're not. We're just expressing that we would like you guys to be very conscious of this because maybe you're not. Maybe you're not conscious and you're trying to open up and your spouse or friend, whoever, is not listening. And you walk away from that with some you know, abrasion. You're slightly irked. And over time, that builds up and you just kind of become this disgruntled person. You don't really know why. So if you're not conscious of it, hopefully after listening to this podcast, you are conscious and then you could establish that framework with every other relationship that you have. Um, you know, if you're comfortable enough at that point in time with them to set the ground rules of, hey, at times when I talk to you, I just want to be heard. And then vice versa, feel free to come and talk to me and I won't say a thing. Mm. And I know between like you and me, when we've spoken, that's been some of the best conversations, even though it's like a one-way conversation, <laughs> when I can just open up. And I mean, how many times, like at my last job, did I come home and I talk to you and you just let me speak for a long time? And I'm like, whew, that was nice. That was super nice. And so if you're not conscious, become conscious. Yeah. It, it takes that daily practice. And then... If those surrounding you are not conscious, we would both encourage you to try and implement that of, you know, establishing that within your uh, relationship with them. Yeah, Because 
I think what it really boils down to all of this is that we just want to be heard. We just want to be seen. We just want to be loved. As you said, it's so basic, but that's what we need. And sure, you might want to help, but listen. First of all, just listen. See where that takes you. And um, I know that if George has been at work, I've been at work, we're both tired, we get home. Sure, I don't might I might not have that much energy. I might not be very excited to listen to him for 10, 15 minutes, an hour, whatever he needs. But then is it really about me or is it about him? And the same goes for George. If I really need him to listen, does he feel like it? Well, that's not really the point here. It's the point is what I need. And a relationship, a marriage, a friendship really is about taking care of each other. And if both are doing that, it's not so much about what do I need because I know the person close to me will ask me, what do you need? And help me uh, with that, if that makes sense. Um, looking out for each other, pretty much. So I really hope this can be encouraging to take a step back and maybe ask yourself, are you really listening, really listening to the people you have close to you as well as the people you might meet on the bus? Not saying you have to have this conversations with the people on the bus but at least just listen and one thing I, I thought of it's kind of I don't remember where I've read this it might be from a personal development book might be the bible I'm not sure but about being lukewarm and I think if I have someone close that want to listen and they feel like they're lukewarm they're halfway in halfway out honestly that really feels worse and I'd rather just not have that conversation and figure it out either on my own or talk to someone else. Yeah, Th that's definitely a, a great comparison. It, it's the same thing as like if I were on my phone when you know I'm talking to you or you're talking to me rather, am I really present? At my last job where I met Annie over in Norway, a very small compound, I didn't really connect well with everybody over there. And so the few interactions I would have, it was nice to actually talk to the other person, listen to the other person, and then have them listen to me. And two people come to mind, a really good example and not so much of a great example <laughs> of, uh, of listening. And one was uh, one of the bosses that I had, and I could drop everything I was doing, go into his office. Uh, I know that he was working on a ton of stuff, and he would just stop and listen and be present. I could talk seriously for 20 minutes and he would make eye contact. He would, you know, those nonverbal cues mm -hmm. make me aware that he's actually listening. And in the back of my head, I know this man is busy. He's, you know, there's a lot on his plate right now, but he's t making the time to actually make me feel valuable. Um, and then on the other hand, I would have somebody else come into my office and I'm sure many of the listeners out there have had a similar instance where this person would say, you know, Hey, how's it going? What's going on? Just very surface level, small talk. And then in the middle of me talking, there were times where this guy would just walk, like turn around and walk away. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, what's the point? Why am I doing this then? Yeah. And 
you know, I'm just saying that I think a lot of the listeners out here could relate to that. I think that's a really good example. I think as we get older too, it's we get more busy or busy, whatever call you want to call it, and we we're unable to be in touch with all the people we used to be in touch in when we you know, played soccer or football, uh, when we went to college or whatever you did. So. The community gets tighter because that's all you have time for. And so especially I think the more you realize that, really pay attention to who do you surround yourself with and do you feel like they are giving or taking away from you? Are they listening? Are they not listening? Because time is valuable. It really is. Um, I think we're getting close to an end here in this podcast episode. Uh, Thank you so much for joining me today, George. I, uh, I'm excited to have you on more. I really love having these conversations, listening, speaking of listening, and uh, hearing you share from your heart. So if you have any questions about this, if, feel free to reach out, let's.train.your.brain on Instagram. Um, as we said, we really hope this can be of encouragement. It's not as here playing the victim card, as George said. But we just think this is something really important, basic, but really important. So I think that's it. Thank you, George. Of course. See you guys. Bye.